So we got the Golden Globes. Killed it! Oscar nominations. Nailed them! Everyone's talking about this fucking La La Land. Well, it's not getting past anybody unless it gets past us first. You didn't win a damn thing unless you've won the affection of the one and only two people <laughs> known as JT and T-Max. So you know what we did? We went out and we saw the critically acclaimed La La Land. And we're talking about it right here on a new episode of the Review Review. Welcome to the review, a show where two small town dudes give your big dumb opinions. I will be Troy to the Max Extreme. And I'm JD3K. And today we are, oh my god, we're getting to it. We're getting right to it. It's the hottest film. It's hot. It's too hot. Shit. It's hot. <laughs> Everyone's talking about it. Everyone is talking about La La Land. And but you know what? It's well, those everyone's were were not us. Not yet. Not until tonight. This is tonight. when it this is when it gets its actual acclaim. That's right. When it gets to two schmoes. Yep. When two people in a small town yep. watch your movie <laughs> and then they talk about it. You made it, kid. You know, <laughs> you, know you made it to the big time. But before we get into that, I got plenty of other stuff to go through. Of course. The world doesn't, just doesn't revolve around no. La La Land. No. There's other things that happen. That's right. There's a whole other world outside of uh, outside yeah. of, of it. Yeah. Yeah. I t- You want me to tell you? Yeah. Bruh. Yeah. Hear about this. No. You a fan of The Rock? Sure. Joel, I know you're a fan of The Rock. Don't lie. I may have smelled what he's cooking a time or two. I knew it. <laughs> so The Rock gonna play Black Adam in an upcoming DC project. I thought that was already a, a sure thing. It is a sure thing. But you know what's hot news this what? last week? Not only will he star in the Captain Marvel or Shazam movie, yeah. he'll be starring in his own solo Black Adam film. As a, as a villain? I guess. I think I brought this up, like... Is Marvel, like, suicide squatting right now? <laughs> this is DC stuff. Oh, it is? Yeah, it's DC stuff. Oh, okay. Don't let... That's why they changed Captain Marvel's name to Shazam, so they didn't get it all mixed up. Oh, okay. Yes. So you can look forward to seeing him play the Scorpion King again, maybe, because that's what exactly what it sounds like. Jesus. So... There you go. Black Adam movie. Gonna happen. Maybe. Who knows? Maybe DC will burn to the ground before that happens. One can only hope. (laughs) One can only hope. Speaking of DC, hear about all the spec casting for the Green Lantern movie? Give me that shit! Oh, I'll give you some names. Ryan Reynolds back in the mix. Oh, shit. He's rumored to be in the mix to replay that Green Lantern. God. As he... While he's doing Marvel? 
I guess so. But there's more. Bradley Cooper, voice of Rocket Raccoon, also in the mix to play Hal Jordan in the Green Lantern movie. That's not all, JT. Yes. Names also include Army Hammer. Okay. I've heard about that. And James Marsden. Okay. And Tom Cruise. Yeah. And Joel McGale. Okay. And Jake Gyllenhaal. Okay. Quite a crew of dudes. A good crew of dudes. <laughs> Could quite possibly play the Green Lantern. Okay. In the Green Lantern Corps. <laughs> Coming sometime in the near future i can't wait um out of those seven dudes yeah who would you like to see as possibly the hmm. pick one of these and maybe a a hot pick hot jt pick jesus if it's um, even possible if they are already on the list huh you know i um Trying to think of who doesn't have like a big property right now. You know what? Maybe uh we give it Jake Gyllenhaal a try there. Really? You yeah. give it to Gyllenhaal. Yeah. Gyllenhaal. Gyllenhaal. I mean, like, Joel McHale's a really weird That was a weird one. <laughs> but I mean, like, if they see something in him that no one else can see, then that could be like a pretty interesting one as well. Very true. I am tipping my uh pick to maybe James Marsden. Okay. Give him a little, uh, get him out of that. Coming off of that, coming off that Westworld hype. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I saw some more stuff about Army Hammer playing him, and I'm like, why don't you give him another shot? He always gets the shit end of the stick. Yeah. Why don't you, why, why don't you give Army Hammer a little bit of he love? He played two people in, uh, <clears throat> in the social network. That's very true. It was the Winklevoss twins. But he also tried to play Lone Ranger. Yeah. Which I've yet to see. I think people share that too much, like, more than they should. Did you see it? I saw bits and pieces of it. I and, uh, am still on the, on the, uh, I need to see that train. Yeah. I mean, I, did, I didn't see, it was, it was definitely like, there's definitely some things I can see that are offensive about it. <laughs> Johnny Ma- Depp? Johnny Depp being a, being a Native <laughs> American. But, um... Having a funny hat. It's pretty much just like Pirates of the Caribbean, like in the West. Hmm. Okay. It is. But it is not a little seven of them or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> it is. It is a tad bit longer than it should have been, but I mean, there was like some action scenes in there that were pretty fun. Right on. Uh, as you know, I'm a huge fan of listening to film scores when I fire up my Pandora. Yeah. And every once in a while, they play the Hans Zimmer version of the Lone Ranger theme. Yeah. Oh, it's really good. Yeah. It gets me pumped. Good. But I think it also goes a little longer than it should. <laughs> the theme does too. But I fucking love it. Just a trumpet blaring like... I'm like, I'm ready to go. I can do whatever now. Where's the building? I'll lift it over my head. <laughs> I'll race a train. Show me a train. I'll race it. I'll run into a damn train. <laughs> uh... Staying on the comic movie news. Logan. 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 (laughs) Logan. Uh, Did you hear about this? 
JT. Logan News. Why do you keep asking me if I've heard about something before you even say it? <laughs> I love doing it. Because you always <laughs> no, give me like a fuck. confused look like, like how what the is he going to say? How am I supposed to know what it is? <laughs> that, um, what's his name? Hugh Jackman was at some sort of press tour. Jagman? Hugh Jagman. Uh... <laughs> J-A-G. Let some people in that Logan may be in its own separate timeline and not correspond to any of the previous X-Men films. Ooh. Did they maybe hear what we had to talk about last week? Quite possibly. I would like to think so. I have a screenshot of it right now of exactly what was said. Like, they're, they're going into the future to hear our show and then going back in the past and being like, these guys had a really good idea. <laughs> Maybe. It's a possibility. It is quite possible. We Ho- are popular. Hollywood may have figured out time travel just to listen to our show in the future. You know, I can't deny it. I can't deny it. Our fingers are constantly on the pulse That's of right. everything. Of pop culture. So they're like, we're going to use these guys yeah. to figure out what's happening, and then we're going we're gonna to calculate. We're going to calculate on it. Calculate, then recalculate. Then recalculate. That's what they do. We're in the mix. We're like we're like the Hollywood Brain Trust. <laughs> don't, don't want to say that out. We're like a two-man yeah. think tank. Oh, what, are we going to get Randy Quaid? Yeah. We're going to get Randy Quaided? <laughs> yeah. Fuck. I want to be outed by Hollywood. Maybe put a, a Hollywood hit on a sniper us? outside the fucking window right now? With the Hollywood Mafia on us? Uh, no, that red dot on my face is just acne. Okay. Gotcha. <laughs> anyway, Logan quote. I just thought a million snipers were pointing. <laughs> <laughs> Logan star Hugh Jackman made some confusing statements this weekend when he gave an interview implying that his final film as Wolverine would be set in a different universe than prior films in the X-Men franchise. Uh, quote... When you see the full movie, you'll understand, he told Digital Spy. Not only is it different in terms of timeline and tone, it's a slightly different universe. It's actually a different paradigm, and that will become clear. He probably just said that just so they would stop asking him really dumb, geeky questions. <laughs> like, so, um, in in uh, a days of future past, it is believed that you were like, it's, yeah, it's a, it's a, if it's its own thing, whatever. <laughs> but yeah, so... Who knows? I would think it would actually maybe benefit from being in its own timeline and maybe like cherry picking things it wants to use rather yeah. than like being beholden to whatever fucking timeline yeah. that's going on right now. That's kind of what they did with, with uh, the Wolverine, like his uh, the one where he goes to Japan, where it was like they just like, yeah, the Jean Grey stuff happened, but everything else we're not really going to. We're not going to really talk about. <laughs> yeah, like I was uh, went and ventured, went and ventured. I went and visited Spencer Nine Thousand this last weekend. Yeah, and I was really hankering to watch that movie, and I started putting it in. I only saw the beginning scene where the nuke goes off or whatever. Yeah, which is really cool. Yeah, but other than that, I got nixed. The two ladies that I was with was like, "I'm not watching this," and then I had to be sequestered to the other room. And you son of a bitch. So I played a game on my. What's that I hear? Whoosh! I was double whipped. <laughs> double whipped oh, this last man. weekend. It was awful. You're like fucking whipped cream over here. <laughs> yes. I was whipped cream. <laughs> whipped. Uh, JT, Martin Freeman. Heard of him? Uh, time or two. Played a little character maybe called Watson. 
in Sherlock. Yeah. Also, he was also a hobbit. He played a hobbit? In the titular hobbit. He was the titular hobbit. Uh, he also had a small role in Civil War. Yeah. Guess what? He's reprising that role for Black Panther. Oh, shit. That's right. He's going to be the character that nobody knew who he was. Maybe he works for S.H.I.E.L.D.? Maybe he's a lo- lone wolf working for the government. Got his own agenda. Who knows what he was doing? Nobody. Guess is as good as mine. He's locking up guys, talking some trash. Yep. And that's what government people do. Anyway, he's going to show back up, rear his ugly mug in Black Panther. All right. So look forward to seeing Martin Freeman in Black Panther. <laughs> <coughs> Sorry. I'm all choked up about Martin Freeman over here. I crying? just love him so much. Jesus. Just love him. So adorable. Oh my god. I didn't know you felt this way about Martin Freeman. JT, I got two bits of Star Wars news. Okay. One. Rogue One surpassed a billion. Got its bill. Got its bill. First got of its the bill. year. Star Wars got its bill! <laughs> got that bill, babe! Chelsea! Star Wars got its bill! Oh, she's... She's not even... <laughs> she just yells, what? Hey, Chelsea, did you know Star Wars got its bill? She's not even listening. She doesn't even care anymore. <laughs> First movie of the year to get that bill. Good. Will it be the last? Probably not. No. <laughs> no, I said Star Wars got a bill. Bill? Yeah. What even mean? Rogue One made that it bill. It doesn't matter. It just got its made bill. A billion dollars. Is that what that means? Yep. Yes. Woo! <laughs> yep. That's okay. That's all I wanted to say. You can go back to doing pregnant stuff now. <laughs> okay, <Aww>. bye. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> bye. <laughs> Don't choke me on there. <laughs> oh, this is such a visual gag! <laughs> Second bit of Star Wars news I have. Star Wars Episode 8. Yeah. Got that title. It's got a name. Episode 8, The Last Jedi. Oh, shit. Yeah, no duh. Whoa. Whoa, hey. Come on. There's gonna be so many nerds that are gonna hate you now. No duh, man. Last Jedi. Duh. Duh. Yeah, duh. Yeah, duh. What the fuck? The show is derailed. Jesus Christ. She gave us double birds and then left the room. Yep. Super pregnant. (laughs) My word. Take this fucking box elder bug with you, too. Get out of here. Get over the fucking place. Get the the fuck. Get! (laughs) Get! Uh, So, yeah, exciting stuff. Star Wars made that bill. Got a name. Yep. (laughs) Made a name for itself. New up-and-coming film. Uh, Woody Harrelson news, JT. Yeah. Last week we had Woody Harrelson news. Yep. Maybe become a new recruiting segment. <laughs> Woody talk? <laughs> Talking about Woody. Uh, last week he made that live movie. Yeah. Did you, did you hear how that went? I No. Me neither. <laughs> I went back and listened to our show and I said on the show that I'd probably check it out and then I never did. <laughs> I guess he's still alive, so... Well, you have that. Shouldn't have been that bad. (laughs) Uh, But he is going to be playing a 
character in Star Wars. Yeah. The Han Solo solo film. I actually have three bits of Star Wars news, Jason. Jesus Christ. He will be playing a character named Garrus Shrike. Hell. Didn't know who that was. Had to look him up. Yep. Apparently, did, you look, did you look him up, JT? Well, no. I, well, I reported on here that he's supposed to be, or you maybe you did, about how he's going to be, it's like a mentor of Han Solo's. Yes. And he was uh, quite actually a recent character added to the Star Wars mythos. Okay. Came to be in 1997, uh, mere 20 years ago. Oh, shit. Uh, in the extended universe novel, The Paradise Snare. Okay. And then the extended universe stuff got wiped out! Get it out of here! Now they're just cherry-picking what worked. Maybe we could see more extended universe stuff mm -hmm. mixed into the fold. Mm-hmm. Garrus Shrike. Garrus Shrike. He's abusive mentor of Han Solo. Jesus. That's how it is. All That's right. how he became such a rapscallion. He's got the shit kicked out of him by Garrus yep. Shrike? By Garrus Shrike. Garrus Shrike? Garrus Shrike. Garrus Shrike? Shrike. You, you have to see. actually say it like that by, like, make your face look like you're getting... <laughs> I was trying to really enunciate. Right. I feel like you weren't saying it correctly. Garrus Shrike? <sighs> Moving on. Last bit of news I have, JT. James Cameron. Jimmy Cameron. Submarine extraordinaire. Jimmy Cams. Jimmy Cams. When he's not exploring the Mariana Marinara Trench. <laughs> when he's not exploring the Marinara Trench, he may be getting rights back to Terminator. And, in fact, if he does, the rights will be reverted back in 2019. Uh, since Terminator movies haven't been uh, rebooting with those sequels... After Terminator Genesis. <laughs> Gen Genesis. Genesis. That came out in 2015. Yeah. The rights will revert back in 2019, and that possibly they would be rebooting Terminator altogether. Oh, shit. With Tim Miller yeah. of Deadpool fame as director. There you go. Directing. Director. 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 What do you think about that, JT? I'm up for it. I do. It has. It has killer robots and time travel, which I'm big fans of both. So mm -hmm. I, I'll be up for seeing some more Terminators. Same. Same. Same, same. To be honest, I didn't hate Genesis. I don't know why people hate on Genesis so much. Still haven't seen it because I heard it was bad. Yeah, it's not. I don't think it's terrible. They actually kind of set it up where like there could have been like a kind of a fun like TV show out of it with like. Like an old ass Terminator and two and Sarah Connor and uh, uh, fuck, what's his name? Kyle Reese, like kind of like going around the country, like doing weird future stuff. Oh, I love future stuff. Yeah, like they set it up where it'd be kind of like it had like it had like some fun sequels to it, but I don't know, I don't know why people shit on it so much. Oh, I have to be the judge of that, JT. All right, maybe we'll do like a Terminator thing or something. Oh my. You can be the you can be the final the final say on whether or not Terminator Genesis is good or not. Good. 
Because on Hulu or something. Isn't yeah, it? it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been meaning to check it out. I almost watched it, like, not that long ago. We always got to take that chance. And, uh, do I want to watch Terminator Genesis or not piss off Chelsea? <laughs> So I always go with it's the latter. Thin, it's a very thin line sometimes. It's a very thin line sometimes. <laughs> well, that's all the news I have that was fit to spit. Okay. Try that new show. I think you brought it up on here, that new show on NBC, Powerless. I did. It's, it's uh, I guess it's supposed to debut February 2nd, right very around soon. the corner. February 2nd, Sea Danger's birthday. coming Thursday. Yes. Next, yeah. Yeah. Then the next Thursday. Chelsea's 30th birthday. Oh, I don't think she, I don't think you're supposed to give out a lady's age without uh, her we'll consent. We'll bleep it out. We'll bleep it out. <laughs> no, we won't. <laughs> Moving forward. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, it debuts February 2nd, so uh, check out for that. I was like, I saw some things for it, and it's like, uh, I guess like Alan Tudyk is in it, and he's supposed to yep. play like Bruce Wayne's cousin. Yeah, something like something like that. Like some weird shit, and it's kind of like it's like the R and D department of like Wayne Enterprises, where they just come up with this weird shit to like help people protect themselves from like superhero damage or something. Yeah, yeah. I'm kind of so interested to see what it, if it's. Yeah. Maybe it'll suck. Who knows? Yeah, I don't know. Like, Vanessa Hudgens is, like, the lead role in it. Yeah. So, I don't know. Ron Funches is in it. Ron Funches is in it, yep. Uh, you got Alan Tudyk in it. Yeah. Um, and the The rest. guy that plays Abed in Communities in it. Oh, great. So, I don't know. It should be good. I'm up for I'm up for seeing it. We will see. About there you it. go. We will see. We shall see. We'll see. Uh, Troy, Aaron Paul. Aaron Paul. From... Breaking, Breaking Bad. Bad Fame. From Need for Speed. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's a thing that happened. <laughs> if you had any interest in seeing that show, The Path, I kind of wanted to see it on Hulu. Uh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Not they really. They have so many fucking commercials for yeah, it, too. And I have really no interest in seeing it. I kind of want to see it because it's got Hugh Dancy in it, who's, who's in Hannibal... And, uh, I don't know. I might check it out sometime. Anyways. Anyways. Aaron Paul making some hints that he may also appear in Better Call Saul Season 3. Oh, my. So, might... Stacking the deck for greatness. Might see the budding relationship between him and Jesse Pinkman, as well as Mike's budding relationship with Gus. Oh, my God. See those two relationships maybe blossom in Season 3. Really pumped for season three of Better Call Saul. They're really pushing it. I'm really pumped to see season one. Well, get around to it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Troy, we always talked about The Crown. Yeah. We crown. saw it. We thought it was good. Yes. They added a new cast member that might play a crucial part in the cast. Oh my God. Down the line. Oh, my God. They brought on Matthew Good. Matthew Old Good. Ozymandias. Matthew Good. Yes. Matthew Go. Oh, Matthew Good. Matthew Good. Yes. yes. Has been added to yes. the cast of The Crown. He will play Ozymandias. Anthony Armstrong Jones, a photographer, oh. who actually ends up marrying what? Princess Margaret. Oh my 
word? To become Lord Snowden. Snowden. Yeah. So, oh yep. God. So there you go. You might be WikiLeaks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how it happens. We'll move to Russia. So there you go. So that means he's going to play a real big part in the episodes to come, even after this season. Oh my God. So. How far are they going to go with this? I heard that it was going to be, uh, like they were going to do like 10 years per season or something. Like a 10 year time jump? Yeah. So like, I guess, I'm guessing they're going to try and at least get up to like the Princess Diana stuff. Cause that's going to be the most interesting stuff. Oh yeah. I could see them doing that as like a season finale. Maybe. Yeah. Or like a series finale. Yeah. Maybe. Like just getting up to where, cause like Princess Diana was controversial as shit. Yeah. So, I don't know. It'd be... I don't know. Curious to see what they do with it. Because what really interesting happened after that <laughs> in, like, British royalty? <laughs> Besides, like... True. Kate Middleton. Like... Yeah. And that happened maybe possibly decades later. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Try. Maybe they'll touch on when, like, uh... What was it? Like, Prince Harry wore, like, that Nazi outfit? <laughs> Yeah, that'll be the that'll be the series finale. <laughs> oh my God, Harry's dressed as a Nazi. Cut to black. <laughs> uh, uh, Troy, we'd be remiss since we are talking about a strong Oscar contender if we didn't bring up the mm-hmm. Oscar mm-hmm. nominations. They happened this past Tuesday, Monday, Monday or Tuesday, possibly. I think it was Monday. Came up and uh, lots of uh, lots of big uh, big things happening. Mm-hmm. Lots of uh, lots of snubs. Oh god, I hate snubs. First of all, you you do know that uh, Suicide Squad got nominated for best makeup, which I guess is making everyone shit their pants. Yes. So I don't know why. I saw that they. Uh, I didn't hear that they got nominated for Best Makeup, yeah. but I saw that they were nominated for an Oscar, and I was, like, bewildered. It's, and, it's like, <laughs> Best Hair and Makeup, which is kind of a bullshit, like, thing to begin with. Yeah. But I just think it'd be funny. It's like, yeah, so DC wins a wins an Oscar, <laughs> and Marvel doesn't. They're like, see, we're better. <laughs> That would be crazy if they won for hair and makeup. I'm trying to, like, go through, like, other movies that would just easily beat it. Because Joker had some pretty sweet-ass fucking tattoos, sweet right? Tat. They would totally legitimize his tattoos. <laughs> that would suck. His tattoos but, are Oscar-worthy. Uh, here are, here's the best picture. I'll just give the best picture nominees. Cause Sounds good. There's a lot of stuff to go through here. Uh, best picture, we got Arrival. Mm-hmm. Got uh, Hacksaw Ridge. Haven't seen that. Heard Fen- it was good. Fences. Heard it was good. Uh, Hell or High Water. Heard it was good. Saw that. Uh, Hidden Figures. That was good. Uh, La La Land. Talk about that later. Maybe get to that later. Uh, <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Lion. I've heard Lion's actually pretty good. Yeah. Uh, Manchester by the Sea. Saw that. Pretty good. Crushingly sad. And uh, <laughs> Moonlight. Those are the very good. The nine. They had nine nominees. I thought they had ten, usually. They can go up to ten. It's some oh, weird, okay. like, voting thing where it's, like, if, like, 
not enough people vote for a certain movie, then they just don't include it. And I guess these are the ones that got the most votes or okay. something. So. so, yeah, there you go. That's, uh, that's all of Some that. Some good picks. Some good picks. Do you have any nods? Do you have any, uh, what you're tipping your maybe favor towards? I know we haven't seen all of them. Yeah, I don't. I've only seen three movies on here, <laughs> but uh, I don't know. I'll save it because it might be a spoiler for our review. All right, but uh, all right, yeah. So we'll we'll yeah we'll just leave it at that. Okay, just leave it at that. Okay, but Troy, with the Oscars, yeah, also comes the opposite end of the spectrum. Talking about them Razzies. The Razzies also released their Amazing. nominations. So I'll go through their worst pictures. 26. For 2016. Here we go, baby. <laughs> <laughs> trying to pull this fucking shit up on my phone. Um, there we go. The nominations for worst picture. Of 2016. The waste. We got Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice. Nailed it. Nailed it. Real good. Dirty Grandpa. Heard that was pretty bad. Heard it was real bad. Gods of Egypt. Ooh, heard that was real bad. Chelsea still is trying to get me to watch that movie. She thinks it's going to be an awful <laughs> spectacle. And I'm like, I just can stay at awful and not watch it. That's fine. Uh, Hillary's America, colon, the secret history of the Democratic Party. That just sounds like it's bad for a whole other reason than <laughs> what they're laying it out as. Uh, Independence Day Resurgence okay. and Zoolander number two. Dodged a lot of bullets there. Didn't see some of those. Yeah, I know. No, they didn't have nine lives. Maybe, maybe it wasn't they, bad enough. Maybe they considered it like a child, like a children's yeah, movie. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. I can see like that. Like, it was so, it was childlike. It was so dumb. <laughs> Why would you put Kevin Spacey in a children's movie? <laughs> I don't know, man. Don't what do you think is going to take that one? The worst. Well, you know my, my vote, because oh. I fucking hate it. Yeah. <laughs> it's got, uh... Plus, it's the only one that I saw out of all of these. Yeah. I would say... I would want to say, like, Bad Grandpa's probably, like, the worst one that I can think of. But as a... Huge burning spectacle of bad. I want to say they'd give it to BVS. Yeah. Oh my god. You remember like four years ago when they first announced that they were going to do that at like Comic Con? And like. The... When they showed them like staring at each other and there was like a geek in the background like, oh my god! Yeah. Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. And, like, the crowd is so raucous that the, like, speakers are crackling. Yeah. And then the, that's and what they it's got. One of the considered one of the worst movies <laughs> of the year. Oh, man. There you go, DC. Way to go. like to see what uh, takes both of those awards. I'm telling you, I still... Best I want to get worst. I want to get uh, Ghost Hunter Dave in here. I want him to convince me that it's good. Yeah, well, maybe. Maybe he's softened up. Maybe, Maybe he realizes its faults. Like I said, there are things in it that I like. It's just a 
big long piece of shit. <laughs> yes, yes. GHD will have to be down here. Yeah. <clears throat> so there you go. Troy, there's been constant rumors about an a X Men TV show on right. Fox. Yes, I've heard these rumors. Well, the deal's been signed. There will will be an X Men TV show oh on my. Fox. I don't know. I don't know quite the details about what it's supposed to be about completely, but there will be a prime time X Men TV show in the near future. I heard a, uh, I think like a what a rumor of the story is, and I think it's uh, this family, this mother and daughter, or this mother and daughter, this mother and father have a son that turns out to be a mutant. And the parents are humans. And so they go on the run because now they're trying to hunt their son. And then he ends up, like, meeting up with this band of other mutants that could possibly be the X-Men? No shit. Don't know? I think that's what I heard. Okay. Well, we'll see. It'll be interesting. Curious. Curious. And curiouser. Curious. February 11th, Troy. Saturday Night Live making history yes. again. What? They brought on... They just did it with Aziz. They brought on Aziz. They made history. They're making history again. Oh, my. February 11th. Feb 11. What are they doing? When they will have the host, Alec Baldwin, oh for a record-setting 17th time Ooh. as host. He's going to do with Trump all night. Oh, he's gonna yeah, he's gonna pull an all all night Trump. <laughs> oh my goodness, that's pretty impressive. Yep, I'm into it. I so, like it when Alec Baldwin hosts. Yeah, he's pretty good. He's a good guy. Did you see the Aziz one? I didn't get around to it yet. It, like, we were gonna watch it on Sunday morning when we woke up, but it, they didn't. Hulu didn't put it up right away. Oh, I caught uh, me being at Spencer Nine Thousands all this last weekend. Oh yeah. I caught some of it, and then his kid started going nuts, so I had to feed him, and then I missed some of it. So I caught the beginning, like, a one in the middle, like, and I caught the very end. Yeah. The end of it was weird. <laughs> like, they didn't have a sketch. It's like Cecily Strong and I think Zashir Zameda came out and just sang a song. Like a sincere, like song about like. What's this shit about? <sighs> Look, I'm I am not happy about Trump being president. <laughs> as much as the other guy. As much as everybody else, but they're like treating it like the world's already over. Like we're like yeah. Like we're singing like our swan song, where it's like, well, that's exactly what this was. We're it all was dead, like a, guys. It was a goodbye to Obama as like a sad, sincere oh song. God. And I the whole time I thought like. It was going to turn and be, like, something goofy, and then it just wasn't. And then that was the end of SNL. Like, that was it. And then they did their goodbyes. And I was like, what the fuck just happened? Why did it end on such a dour note? But uh, Aziz's uh, monologue was really good. Yeah. Um, There was, like, (laughs) there's a sketch they did in there where... uh, there, it's like a, a law firm of somebody and somebody, and it was like Kate McKinnon and Bobby Moynihan as the lawyers. Yeah. And then uh, Aziz was like the first one up as a testimonial, like, 
I went with this law group and I got $6,000 on my case. And then like another testimonial came up. It's like, we got $1.2 million because of something. And the next guy came up, I was like, I got $2 million because I burned my mouth on coffee or something. And Aziz was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I did, I got $6,000 and I had a cement truck come through my house and then cover me in cement. God damn it. <laughs> it was, that one was really good. Oh, shit. But yeah. So what I saw of it was pretty good. So I okay. want to go back and watch the rest and of I, it. And I need to check it out. But there you go. Alec Baldwin. 17. Number 17. Lucky number 17. I think the host before him was going to be Kristen Stewart for some weird reason. Oh. <laughs> what a down week. It seems like Saturday Night Live is like just trying to bring on like a bunch of like... Like they're trying to bring on like a bunch of hosts that'll just get people talking, it looks like. That's good. I mean, I'll talk about the show, make people want to watch it, yeah. I guess. But Kristen Stewart. <laughs> what has she hey. done ever? Hey, hey, who knows? Maybe she'll... <laughs> Maybe she'll bring it out. Maybe she'll she'll uh, turn it out. What has she done ever? She'll turn it out. <laughs> Speaking of Saturday Night Live, Troy, a big SNL alum might be joining a uh, pretty favorite show around these parts. Oh, really? On uh, The Last Man on Earth. What? Kristen Wiig might be what? playing a reoccurring character. Oh, my word. I'm into it. I think I finished this last season of Last Man on Earth. Wasn't that fucking depressing? Yeah. Like, what the fuck is it, Last Man on Earth, where it's, like, hilarious the whole way through, and then, like, their last episode, they just, like, totally put you at a downer point. I know, but, okay, so, like, Last Man on Earth is the only show where I let it slide, where, like, no, you know what? I don't let it slide. It's just that they do it, like, I think very well. Yeah. Where they balance, like, it's goofy and comical and funny, and then can turn on a dime and just be on really sad. The and slightest it's... of dimes. <laughs> and I'm like, they tur- they surprised me with how sad this got, but, like, I, I fell into it. Like, I yeah. love all these characters, and then it'll just play, like, the sad, like, Candy Crush music. Yeah. <laughs> or, like, they'll, like... They even, like, put it in, like, a way where it's like, oh, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. And then it's like, oh, shit. It's not fine. Uh-uh. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's not fine at all. It's still one of my favorite shows on TV. Though. Oh, yeah. It is so good. Yeah. I really enjoy it. I love it. I fucking love it. It's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's definitely one of the best, one of the best shows out there right now, I yep. would say. Yep. But there you go. Kristen Wiig. Looking forward to that. I am as well. I am as well. Um, I'm just looking to see if there's anything really to bring up. Uh, Troy, you brought up uh, some guy on a uh, like some kind of show or whatever was talking about like how Wonder <laughs> Woman sucks. You bet you I did. Uh, apparently, now this might just be like weird propaganda from Warner Brothers trying to make it right. But I guess it. I guess. Uh, Early buzz from the people mm. that have seen it is that Wonder Woman and Justice League are getting p- p- positive, positive buzz. Mm. So uh, I can't even say that without a straight face. So <laughs> I must be saying something. Yeah, that sounds like damage control. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that sounds like somebody just weaseling in there like, 
yeah, see, these people think it's good. Remember the news we heard when Batman v Superman got a standing ovation from Warner <laughs> Brothers? <laughs> I feel like it's the same person that maybe oh, let this movie or this uh, news slide. Ah, oh, shit, yeah. Yeah, that's probably it. <laughs> so um, I'm fairly certain that's it. Yeah, I can't wait to see how awful this is. Oh. I mean, it, it would be, it'd be, ni- it'd be nice to have a good, <laughs> at least to have a good Wonder Woman, because there needs to, be, uh, there needs to be like some kind of strong female. Yes. Like super, like, like that's the only reason I'm rooting for Wonder Woman is I want some kind of strong female superhero out there. Yes. Other than that, I just want, I want all DC to just go down in flames. Ah. Uh. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I'm so torn by it. Yeah, I, I just want it to all burn to the ground. I do agree that I want Wonder Woman to be good. Because of all the ones that need to be good, it should be this one. I think out of all the ones that need to be good, it needs to be Justice League. Well, yeah. <laughs> but if, like, I would rather have... I don't even know what I'm saying. <laughs> what am I saying? Like, it's probably more important for Justice League to be good. Yeah. To, like, spur their billion-dollar franchise. But, like, if Wonder Woman is bad, that's gonna suck. Because, like, just as you said, like, there needs to be, like, a strong woman out there who's, like, raking in movie money, like, left and right. Yeah, and, uh, and Marvel's, like, major woman superhero isn't coming out till like way later yeah it's years away still so yeah so uh we'll see we'll see how that turns out but yeah i don't know man it's not sounding good for for dc at all nah i don't know man time will tell time will tell time will tell that's all my news troy uh well Good news is we got that calendar of good things yet to come. We got we a podcast calendar. We did. Hot calendar. It Cats is. of 1986 yep. is the theme. It is. We have stuff written down there throughout the year. Peppered Ten- it, we've peppered in some good stuff in there. Tent poles. Some months are Tentpole. stacked. Yeah. March stacked. is going to be nonstop. <laughs> I'm going to be poor in March. It's nonstop movies. That's right. Uh, surprisingly in the summer, a little sparse. Yeah. There's some, like, thrown in there every once in a while, but we, there's definitely... In terms of what I really want to see, in terms of what we, what we really want to see, right. it's pretty sparse in summer. Right. There's a lot of, like, just crazy, like, weird, like, Baywatch, like, st- shit like that. Like, I yeah. I'm not gonna go out of my way to see Baywatch. <laughs> yeah, so we have empty weeks in there, so we would maybe like some suggestions, maybe hey, we could dude. do some, uh, stuff out there. Yeah. Never know. Try to keep it topical, but we'll let you know when there's an empty week. Oh, yeah. See, it's coming out. It's hot on Netflix or something. Hot on Hulu. Yeah, well, we got all those shit. There's like, what, like three Netflix series coming out. Mm-hmm. They have like fucking Iron Fist and Punisher and Defenders all coming out. So, you know, that's going to be. Stranger Things Season 2, I think, is coming out this year. That's coming out, too. Shit gonna be hot 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 shit <laughs> oh shit 
Speaking of oh shit, JT. Yeah. Got a bit. Oh, fuck. I know. I just pulled a last man on earth on you. <laughs> Happy news to... <laughs> like when they have the fucking... Yeah. He did it. <laughs> uh, so let's do the theme. Okay. People die and it's the pits. Please stay tuned to Neil's Bits. Looking for that theme in 2017. Moving on. <laughs> we'll just Our... do a show on that theme. <laughs> we'll critique Neil's theme and how long it fucking took him to make it. Uh, a person this week actually start today. Oh, shit. It happened. Mary Tyler Moore. What? Died at 80 years old today. What? Yes. Big shocker. Jesus. Out of nowhere. I had no idea it happened. And I was just scrolling through Twitter before I left work or whatever. And I saw a tweet said, like, Trump will probably be mad that Mary Tyler Moore is getting more news than he is. And I was like, what the fuck does that mean? Looked at what was trending. Mary Tyler Moore died today. And I'm like, oh, my word. Huge influence in... uh, women of comedy. Oh yeah, put her up there with like Lucille Ball. Oh yeah, Joan Rivers. Yep, like amazing, yeah, real good. Yeah, constantly on TV, just yucking it up. Amazing. You'll be missed. Your legacy is not going to be looked down upon whatsoever. Yep. Amazing. We will keep you alive despite the fact that there's a gross misogynist in the White House. <laughs> Keep it alive. Man. We will. But. We love you, Mary Tyler. Mary Tyler Moore. Mary Tyler Moore. You will be missed. You're missed. Uh, I want to pour one out for you. For not on the carpet. carpet. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that moves us into another staple of the show, JT. Yep. Something I know you like to call. A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, L, M, N, O, P, Q, R, S, T, U, it's done. (laughs) (laughs) Just a creative little zinger that we play every week. (laughs) Love it. I love it. It is. Uh, JT, what do you got? Well, uh... The two big ones that came out, probably like pretty close to right after we ended our show last week. <laughs> yep. We got, of course, the final trailer mm-hmm. coming out real soon. Mm-hmm. Logan, last trailer. Logan. Logan. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I'm. This made me super fucking pumped. Yeah. For for especially especially they're making uh. Like little girl in it, she looks like even like a bigger badass than Logan does in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crazy, just berserker. Mode. Yeah, like she just <laughs> fucking whips out her two claws and just fucking goes to town on goes people. Goes to town. Goes to town on that guy's arm. I'll tell Jesus you that right now. Christ. Goes to town on a fucking gas station attendant. Look out, y'all. It's a great trailer. Great. Yeah, it's good. Shows uh, a lot of X-23. Shows yeah. a bit more action. Yeah. The one thing, though, I'm apprehensive about that they, I know they did in, like, some other of the X-Men movies is that they're doing, it looks like, a lot of wire work for the action. Yeah. Where they people, like, 
when they jump, they just don't look like they have any weight to them. Yeah. And I don't like that. Okay. So hopefully it's, they don't use it a lot. So that's my only nitpick really. But okay. otherwise like that one little scene of like, it looks like Logan is trying to pull like his claw out because it's not coming out oh, or whatever. God. Like, I'm like, Oh my God. Like I couldn't tell if it looked like he was trying to just pull it out the rest of the way or if he was like wiping blood off it. I couldn't tell. Oh it looked, man. I was like, that is nuts. <laughs> Did you see the, both the green and red band trailer? Yeah, I saw the red band one for sure. Yeah. Where it just says, oh, fuck. <laughs> and then there's a little snippet at the end where Xavier says fuck. Yeah. That's it. There's just two fucks. Just two fucks. They did give two fucks. Yep. Yeah. What did you think of the inclusion of, like, the original X-Men comic? I'm going to see how that goes. I don't hate it right now, though. Okay. Like, having, like, the world write comic adventures about the X-Men that were in real life, but maybe exaggerated the tales. Yeah. I don't hate that. I think, yeah, I think it's kind of fun to kind of play on like how people embellish history. Kind yeah. Of. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I want to say there was another book that I read that did that same idea and I can't think of it right now, but I, I don't hate that. I, I just like that idea. Yeah. Like it's never been said before in any other, like, yeah, fucking movie that this is a thing that's out there, but doesn't matter. It's in you, its own universe, Troy. That's right. Uh, do you think you're going to see Wolverine in costume since it's its last outing? I highly doubt it because he's fucking. Why would he get into a costume when it's like his? He's on his last legs. What if he's just doing? I got one last ride left in me. Oh, for fuck's sake. He, he never wore that costume before. They teased it in the Wolverine in a deleted scene. Oh, for fuck's sake. No. Oh, for fuck's sake. He lives in a fuck. He lives in a goddamn. <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake. He lives in a goddamn turned over water tower. And he's like, I better put on this shitty yellow suit. Listen, I don't need to see it. <laughs> but what I'm saying is like, if it's his last outing. And they never shown him in costume. I think some people will be kind of upset. They can go fuck themselves. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> For fuck's sake, Jaw. Don't, don't fuck yourself. <laughs> Jesus, Jaw. Fucking themselves. Yeah, they better. My Probably the only fucking they'll get, stupid shit nerds. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I just love taking that you, to a whole other decimal. You are... <laughs> overstepping your bounds your buddy it. i love it next trailer I logan looks it. good by the way it, lo- it looks fantastic cannot wait for it to come out yes on on my birthday weekend by the way it's true give still uh going on the trend of awesome shit coming out the weekend of my birthday yep 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 i'm all for it for it i'm for it as well jt even though it is not my birthday that's fine it can be everybody's birthday, because it's Logan Day. No, it's coming out around my birthday. Episode 8. Oh, go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Troy, other trailer came out. Mm-hmm. The next Power Rangers <clears throat> yes. trailer. Yeah. I'm curious to see what you think about this. Uh, I like everything I saw up until like I saw Goldar. Oh, yeah. I think he looks like shit. <laughs> like literally, like it looks like it looks like a dog ate like those fucking uh those chocolates that are like wrapped in gold foil. 
And then he shit those out. <laughs> yeah. And make Goldar. Yeah. But I mean, I'll, I'll I'll judge it more when I see him in action. It's a lot of very, very fast shots. Yeah. Here and there. Yeah. But I don't know. For the most part, I'm kind of on board. Yeah, I am I on board. There's enough. There's enough nostalgia in there where I'm like, yeah, I'm kind of I'm kind of into this. I kind of want to see how that how it plays out. Uh-huh. I heard a lot of people like shitting on Zordon. I like how Zordon's kind of played out. Yeah, he looks like, like they, the. The Krypton technology. Yeah, it looks like, <laughs> like the Krypton technology yeah, shit. Yeah. And, like, Alpha kind of looks weird, but he was also kind of weird in the show, too. Yeah, like, I thought he looked really weird from that, uh, like, promo art that we saw, like, yeah. a couple months ago. Yeah. But seeing him in motion, I didn't think he looked as weird. Yeah, I, th- I still thought he looked kind of weird. Oh, well. But he's not, it's not like he's going to be, like, fighting. It's not going to be, like, Yoda, where, like, he just, like, comes out of nowhere and just starts, like, <laughs> kicking people's ass. That's true. So, like, I mean... For what he's gonna, for what it's worth, he's 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 gonna fit the role fine. Yeah. And um, Bill Hader, Bill Hate, can't hate Bill Hader. That's right. Don't hate the hater. <laughs> That's right. That's what we always say. <laughs> Don't hate the hater. <laughs> but no, yeah, other than but... that, like like Rita actually looks like she fucking kicks ass in this too. Like, yep. she's getting her fucking whipping out her goddamn staff and killing people and shit. That's right. The putties, you saw them like coming out of the ground. Yeah. They look pretty cool. A lot yeah. better than the toy that we saw yeah. earlier. Yeah. Like I said, like it looks like it's more of like it's like she's actually creating them from raw material instead of just like people in weird green suits. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. And they just look like crudely formed beasts. Mm-hmm. Looks pretty nice. I'm still not a huge fan of how the Megazord looks. I like the Megazord. Um, I do like how they're like having like the Zords actually attack... Goldar instead like individually, of just, yeah, yeah, instead of just like going right to the Megazord. That, that's what pissed me off about the show all the time. It's like <laughs> you got these fucking Zords that are by themselves, like try and kick ass with them by themselves. The only thing that ever did anything by themselves were like the the Tyrannosaurus Zord sometimes yeah. would shoot like a weird like beam from his head, and then like the Dragon Zord would have the the drill tail. Yeah, the drill tail or yeah. the finger missiles. Yep, <laughs> yep. That's it. And then, That's all like, you got. the fucking... Okay, this is gonna be totally off-topic into, like, uh, Power Ranger nerddom stuff, but, like, didn't you seem... think it was, like, a little extreme when they had the fucking Dragon Megazord and it had, like, a <laughs> drill that just, like, went through people's bodies? <laughs> yeah. Like, this is a yeah. fucking kid show when you're drilling through, through like, monster bodies. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was pretty... I never really thought about it until now, but, like... There's, like, this Pretty episode intense. where, like, a, there's a Frankenstein monster or whatever. Yeah. And they turn to, like, the Super Dragon Megazord where they have, like, the drill for, like, the weapon. They drill through him and it's just yeah. a hole through him and he's, like... Yeah. Like they have, like, a camera, yeah, they have a camera angle where they show the hole through his body. <laughs> they show the, the Megazord through the hole in his body and then he falls down and blows up. Yeah, explodes. Classic. Jesus. <laughs> But, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. And, you know what really pumped you up? Somebody cut the trailer to the original Power Rangers theme. I saw that, too. Yeah, I threw that on, up on Facebook and Twitter, I think. It's good. It's, oh, that's a good-ass song. Oh, yeah. It's, it's like the Mortal Kombat theme. Even, like, in, like, the, the score and stuff, they throw in, like, little tidbits of the song here and there, where it's like, I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. They're not uh, totally neglecting what came before it. Yeah. Which is good. Yeah. Also, oh, dude, I've also, uh, uh, 
they just came out with uh, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, like, uh, what is it called? Like, Epic Battle or something? Where it's pretty much like Turtles in Time, but uh, you play as Power Rangers. Is that like on a, like a downloadable game or something? Yeah. Like, I, I downloaded it on my PS4, and uh, like it totally nerds out on like Power Ranger lore. But it's it's basically like the arcade version of uh, Turtles in Time, but you're as the Power Rangers. Nice. Like, and it's it's got like four player option too. So we gotta fucking get some people together and play the shit out of this. I'm into that idea. I even like downloaded it in time where it came with an expansion pack where you could get the uh, season two, like the weird season two uh, cast where they had to replace Jason and Billy and stuff, and like <laughs> oh, put yeah. them in with like. These other, like, weird people. Was like, and you can get the White Ranger nice. and the Green Ranger. Nice. But you can play as Rocky. You can play as Rocky. <laughs> or, or Aisha. Or Aisha or Adam. <laughs> but no, it's, it's cool because, oh, like, shit. the level starts... We are starts... exposing our geek hand really strong And it's even right cool now. where, like, it starts out where, like, the level starts out where, like, you are human. And, uh, like, you start out as human. And then, uh, you have to beat enough putties to earn enough energy to then morph. So I then like that. Like, yeah. So it's, I'm, yeah. I'm, so it, what you're saying is you've been playing a lot of this game. Well, I, I just got it downloaded today. So I was oh. playing a lot of it before I came over. Got it. But yeah, it's, I'm, I'm really into it so far. And I'm Sweet. really want to get some people to play along with it. I'll play for sure. Fuck yeah. For sure. Fuck yeah. So there you go. Lots of power ranger talk. That's right. I got no more trailers. That's the only ones I had. Yeah, that's the only ones that I had, too. So, I guess that means we get into the main event of the evening. And uh, not even close to not the top. close at all. God damn it. <laughs> main event of the evening. Main event. Nominated. Like, Everywhere. crazy. Like, you can't even give this movie enough awards. No. People are just throwing... People are taking their jewelry off and throwing it. Like, That's right. Make this into a statue for yourself! <laughs> Overturn a rock, you see a nomination in there. There you go. It's it, it, everywhere. It's this La La Land. It's got... It actually tied the record for most nominations. Tied Titanic. Yep. At 14... Oscar noms. Yep. Pretty nuts. I don't think it'll I don't think it has the opportunity to win fourteen because I think it's nominated twice for best song. Nominated twice for best song? Yeah, because they put in both the Dreamer song and City of Stars in Best Song. Okay. Okay. Well, obviously it's not gonna win twice. No. It'd be <laughs> weird if it like, Guys, it's a tie! <laughs> That'd be amazing. Um, so, yeah, La La Land. A story, like a modern musical, yep. set in Hollywood land. And see the uh, relation, budding relationship between two artistic folk as they uh, find their way through trial and tribulation between love and career? I'd say, like, pursuing your dream. Pursuing your dream. Pursuing your dream as opposed to uh, making a relationship work. Uh, really good stars. The Gosman himself. Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling. 
And Emma Stone. Emma Stone. What a sweetheart. Yeah. Chelsea said she had little buggy eyes. I'm like, easy. Oh, yeah, they're a little buggy. But they I mean, are a little fine. buggy. That's fine. Uh, I pulled up some interesting facts about, uh, about um, La La Land, actually. I'm trying to do this for... For the most part, for most of the show, for most of the things we do from now on. Good. Like some good, like IMDb, (laughs) like interesting facts or whatever. I like that. Um, First of all, this has some pretty big ties to Beauty and the Beast. Mm. Uh, I guess their first choice to play uh, Emma Stone's character, Mia, was actually Emma Watson. Oh, really? But then she turned them down to play Beauty and the Beast. Oh, my. Smart choice? We'll see. You'll be the judge. Well, uh, <laughs> Ryan Gosling was actually approached to play the Beast. What? Turned them down to be in this. What? Yeah. Could we say maybe possible strife between Watson and Gosling? Ooh. Imagine that. Starting that rumor right now. <laughs> <laughs> they hate each other. <laughs> they hate each other so much that they switched movies. Yeah, they're like, fuck you. <laughs> uh, Ryan Gosling actually learned every song in this movie on piano. I was going to ask you, because uh, you see him playing the piano a lot in this. Yeah. I know he has his own band called, like, Dead Man's yeah. Bones or something like that. <laughs> okay, that's weird. <laughs> and it's a weird band. GHD has their freaking album, and, like, one of the songs just has a woman crying interlude. <laughs> Like, all music stops and it's just a woman weeping, and then it goes back into the song. And that's my favorite song on the album. <laughs> but I couldn't remember what the the name of the band was called forever, so I just called it Ghosts and Goslings. Because <laughs> they sing about spooky stuff. Ooh, spooky. So, from that news, yeah. I didn't know whether he played the piano or not. Obviously, no, he, he knew nothing about playing the piano. And uh, to save from, like, doing some weird trickery a camera trickery or like some weird cg or whatever he actually learned he does he still doesn't know how to play piano but he learned every song to the point where i guess he uh rehearsed for two hours six days a week until he learned every song holy cow yeah so all so all of all of his playing in there it's 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 all genuine but I don't know if you, like, give him, like, sheet music outside of this movie. I don't know if he'll be able to play it. Huh. He just learned how to play it through muscle memory, I guess. Yeah, pretty much. Very impressive. Jeez, guys. uh, Interesting uh, fact about Damien Chazelle and this movie. The screenwriter. And Uh, director? Screenwriter and director, yes. Him and, uh, I guess, a friend from college came up with the idea for this movie uh, back when they were in college. Of course. Obviously. And, uh... They approached a studio about making it, and they only gave them one million dollars, and they were very heavy in the, in the development of it, and like the creative process to the uh-huh. point where they were just like, you know what, never mind, we're not gonna make this, <laughs> until he made Whiplash, and then uh, the studio was like, oh my god, thank you so much, we'll we'll make whatever you want to make next, and he's like, yeah, I'm gonna make this. Mm-hmm. So then they gave him three million dollars, and like basically let him run. Reigns on whatever he wanted to do. Sure. What what was the actual budget for the movie? It wasn't three million dollars. I like, don't know. It was like the, thirty million, I think. Maybe it was. Yeah, maybe it was thirty million. <clears throat> I don't know. But 
Yeah, because there's some expensive season scenes in there. Like I heard, like I read like the like renting out the observatory for a day is like ten thousand dollars. Jesus. <laughs> and did they they actually did they actually shut down an LA? Yeah, they shut down. They shut down an <clears throat> exit on the LA freeway to to film that, that entire dance, dance sequence. Which was a good dance sequence. That's how oh, the, yeah. the whole movie opens up. Is that? It, that, that it's like that, yeah, that was like such a um uh old school way of like like it's always like a like a musical number that doesn't involve the main characters at all. It's just right. like we're in this world. See the world that we're in. <laughs> Look at all these guys with the drums in the car. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah, I actually I really enjoyed that that. Uh... That whole yeah. thing. It was really good. And I, and I really like the aesthetic of the movie, too. Like, yeah. not trying to stray away from your facts or whatever, but, like, all the colors were really bright and poppy. Like, yeah. very primary colors. Yeah. Have you ever noticed, like, the, well, especially the one, uh, the one uh, uh, song where Emma Stone and her, like, roommates are all getting ready to go out. Yeah. All of them have, like, primary color dresses on, like, solid color yep. dresses and yeah. all that stuff. Yeah, like, they all stick out. <clears throat> really? Yeah. It's really yeah. cool. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, that's all my facts. I don't know, like, so do you want to get into, like, the, like, your feelings on it, or just, uh... Yeah, sure, non-spoilery feelings? Non-spoilery feelings? Um, well, I, I love a good musical, JT. You do? I love a good musical. Yeah. Um, I was raised on musicals, my mom is a musical that's lover. That's true! So, like, a lot of movies I remember growing up have musicals in them like singing in the rain i love singing in the rain is an amazing movie oh it's so good uh fucking um uh there's this other movie that me and my brothers like called seven brides for seven brothers <laughs> which is an amazing there's an amazing barn raising scene in that <laughs> that's a, s- a song and dance like i like oklahoma um uh, well, whatever. I, my mom has all of them. All the hot, yeah. n- hot ones. Got the hot ones. <laughs> so, like, I grew up watching those. So, like, when I see, like, uh, like a musical coming out, I always want to go see it, but I'm always kind of apprehensive on, like, yeah. who would want to go with. <laughs> did you ever see The Artist when that came out? I didn't see when it came out, but I did end up seeing it. Yeah. And I like that, too. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Uh, and I can't remember the last movie that was kind of, like, this artistic... And musical that I liked that was, like, not across the universe. Yeah. Across the universe is also really good, too. Mm-hmm. Chelsea, one of my Chelsea's favorite movies. It is good. It's one of the first things we ever bonded on was that. That's, there you go. Now look at us. Now you're, now it made it, it that movie made a human being. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Beatles, or whatever. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I love a good musical. Yeah. So I was stoked in the very beginning when go. the first musical number came on. I was like, that was pretty good. Yeah. I'm on board for whatever's coming. There you go. Uh, I really enjoyed Emma Stone and Ryan Gosling in this. Both mm-hmm. very charming. Yes. Um, there's not a huge amount of supporting cast in this. I can't think of too many. Um, but uh, I, I just, uh, I don't know. Like, without... Like, Ryan Gosling's sister comes up a little, oh, quite a bit. Yeah, but, like, only at one point, the most, where, like, one point where she's in his apartment, and then, like, yeah. sprinkled in. The, like, at the first time you saw her again, I'm like, who is that? 
<laughs> I was like, oh yeah, it's his sister, duh. And then it comes back again, like near the, the end, and I'm like, who is that? Oh yeah, duh, it's his sister. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not like a, a real. But no, huge I, but part. I like that though because it, it's definitely uh, it's their story, and I I like that it's not muddled with a whole bunch of people like. Straying away from what you should be focusing on. Yeah. Um, the movie did a good job on making me appreciate jazz a little bit more. Yeah. Um, like, I always liked it. Like, I was in the jazz band in high school and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I always liked it. But there's some... Some you just, like, listen to and it's like... Kind of like how Emma Stone said it in the movie. Like, it's just elevator music. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I can see that side. But there's that one, like, passionate speech that, like, Ryan Gosling gives where it's like, it's different every time. It's blah, 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 blah. It's, like, an amazing piece of work that's never the same. So, like, when we saw that, like, uh, me and uh, Molly were talking about it afterwards. She was like, so that speech that he gave, that's totally you every time you talk about wrestling. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, God damn it. I want to argue, but I can't. Did it swear? No. no, no. <laughs> All right. Well, there's not always next time. Yeah, yep. I keep, it doesn't, doesn't stop me from trying. <laughs> uh, what else? I don't know. Um, do you want to go on a non-spoilery stuff? Um, yeah, I, like, I, I'm always, I'm kind of a hipster when it comes to movies where it's like, oh, shit, people are just clinging on to this because it's like everyone's everyone else is clinging on to it. Yeah. So they're like, oh, yeah, critics are going to fucking love this because everyone else says they love it. Yeah. I love this. <laughs> yeah, I was. <laughs> I was the same way. Like, I got all those Golden Globe noms and then I heard it was getting a lot of attention for Oscars. And I'm like, come on. Like. It's just freaking critic bait, Oscar bait kind of shit. Yeah. Loved it. Like, I went <laughs> I in, I'm like, like, that was a great movie. God damn it. <laughs> I was like, yeah, okay, yeah, you're getting all this attention. And like, I love it. Okay. <laughs> I, I can't point anything. out one thing that I don't really like. Yeah. I, I just, like, the way, the, even like... The f- even though it is a musical, it's like a very non-conventional musical where they don't follow the trope of a musical. They even they even almost kind of change tones near the end where it's it, it's almost a completely different movie like halfway through, but it's but playing on like the themes that they're playing with, it's like it makes a whole lot of sense. And I don't know, it was just like I've I've even heard like criticisms about it where it's like there's not much of a story to it, but it's like. Now, I if think there's like, enough of a story. Yeah, if you pay attention to it, there's a huge, there's like a huge underlying story where you're like, holy, like it even like, it makes you think about like, what am I doing with my life? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, like, yeah, there's like so much going on in this where it, it's just, it's super creative. It's, it, it takes a lot of very old, like tropes from like old movies and then like, reinvents them to modernize them where it, it just makes it really interesting and mm-hmm. ah, it's so good. Yeah. Yeah. The, I really like that just, it was a modern musical. Like yeah. any of the other ones I've really seen are always like period pieces or they're just yeah. older musicals. Like the fact that there's a song that gets interrupted by a cell phone ringtone. <laughs> right. Yeah. I like that a lot. Um, if there's any nitpicks I had of the movie, it's like that the leads weren't, as strong as singers yeah as like some of the maybe uh the like the opening song 
a lot of like you could tell like they were theater people like yeah. doing this. Yeah. Like Gosling wasn't bad, and Emma Stone wasn't bad, but they weren't just like. They weren't the strongest singers, and yeah. I'm not. It's weird to say because it's it sounds like I'm saying they were awful, and they yeah. weren't. Yeah, they just weren't like really. They didn't really have powerful voices. A lot of the songs they yeah. had in this are the are kind of muted, yeah. especially the main like yeah. theme or the main song, like "City of Stars," mm-hmm. is a really quiet song. Yeah, and. Also, another nitpick I had is that they play that song a lot. They do. The the, the the one thing I said, it was like when I left the movie, the reason it won a Golden Globe is because that's the only song you could remember because it's just drilled <laughs> it's like, into your head. It falls into your head. <laughs> like, it's quite addicting because it's a, kind of like a morose song. Like, it's, well, you know, that's not true. It starts out in like a kind of somber tone and then it picks up as it goes on yeah. and ends lighter. Like it t- yeah, like it's a it's a weird song because they don't play it all right away. It's like it's done in weird bits throughout the movie. Yeah. So it's like I almost kind of want to hear it in its entirety because it yeah, it it picks up in certain areas where they almost kind of use it as like a storytelling piece. Because I don't think it's the same every time either. No. They start it the same. Because the first yeah. time you hear it, it's on like that dock. Yeah. And, then, like, and it was like super short. Like, yeah, he does. Like, that's that's the song. <laughs> and I was like, like, it won a Golden Globe like, for that? <laughs> but then it comes back and it reprises it and they yeah. then they do it like two mm-hmm. or three or four yeah. more times. Yeah. And they also play that one song, he sits down at the piano... A lot too. Anytime somebody's at down at the piano, yeah, they're playing that song. Or mm-hmm. Gosling's is playing that song. Yeah. Also, they reprise "City of Stars" anytime like background music is going on. Yeah. Like anytime he puts like a record on, but like him and uh, Emma Stone are talking, it's like a reprisal of "City of Stars," like yeah. in a more jazzy <laughs> tune. Or like if a band's playing in the background, they're playing like a reprise yeah. of it too. Yeah. So you can't escape the song. <laughs> Um, also John Legend's in this movie. Yes. Um, are we just, did we just like verge into spoilers without really saying anything? Uh, I don't know. The fact that, well, we didn't say what John Legend is in it. We just said that he's in it. Okay. Yeah. Um, so John Legend's in here and he does have like a, like it's a musical. He's a musical performer. So he has a musical aspect to this. Yeah. And he's got, uh. His own style of music in this, which I actually really liked. Did you like that? Yeah, it was good. I found myself really enjoying it, and I was like, I can hear more <laughs> of this. this weird jazz fusion. It's like a pop. weird jazzy disco pop, and I yeah. was like, I fucking love this. <laughs> like, like I was kind of looking around, like I'm supposed to hate this, right? <laughs> fucking sell out. <laughs> I fucking love yeah, I this, like, guys. I think I'm a sellout. <laughs> I think it was still out right now, guys. (laughs) I loved it. I I was like, I could listen to a fucking whole album of that. Like, I I don't know. But, um, yeah, otherwise, like, just a great, great movie. Yeah. Uh, spoiler talk. All right. So, you haven't seen it yet? Definitely go out. Please go, yeah. Do not, do not go further. Please check it out. Because there is, there's a lot of interesting stuff that's just, like, fun to just, experience as it yeah. plays through a lot of stuff like i yeah definitely go out and see it because there's the ending is great i fucking love the ending yeah so 
please see like, it. I and thought the ending was going to go one of two ways, and it went a third way that I didn't see coming, where I was like, yeah. oh, it's so good! <laughs> it's so good. So please, if you see the movie, like, if it's not that important to you and musicals aren't your thing, like, it's still a great movie regardless. Yeah. And they the ending is still a perfect ending. Oh, Fantastic. To what was going on in the storyline. fucking tastic. Um, so, uh, the whole kind of thing is, uh, Ryan Gosling's character wants, his dream is to open a jazz club. Yeah. In this place that's doing a Samba Tapas restaurant, or whatever that's <laughs> going on. Samba Tapas. <laughs> Doesn't even make any sense. <laughs> and, uh, Emma Stone's want, uh, uh, her dream is to be an actress. Yeah. At least she thinks, up until a point, yeah. where, like, maybe that's not what she wants to do as much as, well... Well, she... Well, it, she it's just... Her main goal is to, in the beat to be an actress in the beginning, but then it kind of changes where she's almost like a screenwriter, but still acting. Well, he, well like, he kind of brings that screenwriting thing out in her, where she never really... Like, she wrote stuff when she was younger, but she never really considered herself good at it. Right. So, but, like, Ryan Gosling kind of brings that out in her where she where he's like, well, try writing your own stuff, too. Mm-hmm. So then, like, that's what kind of brings about her, uh, like, her writing, like, her one-woman show type thing. Yeah. Um, I heard a lot of criticisms in this that, like, if they're so poor and struggling as they are, how do they afford to, like do all the stuff that they did. Yeah. I never had that question when I watched this it's movie. It's just a fucking movie. <laughs> I know I know that, but like, like knowing yeah. that going in, I was kind of like looking like, well, like they were both like working. Yeah. Like she had like a job yeah. at a coffee shop and he was doing gigs yeah. with a band. So they weren't like had no money. Yeah. And like, I feel like a lot of this is very, especially a lot in the beginning, It's I think it's very whimsical. Like, it's, like, the thing that I love the most about this movie is, like, the further away from their dream that they were, like, the more, uh, like, it almost seemed like the happier or the brighter the movie seemed. Yeah. Where it's, like, they're building towards, like, this great life, and, like, they're, dre- like, like, they're dreaming more, they're dreaming big. So like everything is bright, everything yeah. is like all the all the uh, the song numbers are very dance oriented, yeah, and like very like today's the night I'm gonna make myself a star, and everything's like <laughs> fucking like everyone's dancing around them, and like it seems like very like and like it makes a whole lot of sense because when you're first trying to pursue this dream of yours, like it starts out where like you have these very high expectations for yourself, like it's gonna be amazing, it's gonna be great. And everything, everything around me is working out, even though I'm poor and I'm working this shit job. Yeah. And even though like what I'm doing, like seems kind of like downtrodden, like it's like get right back up and I get right back into it because I'm gonna yep. be this great star. And that's what I love. Like they use the the uh, the means of 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 musical numbers, not as like how musicals usually do, where it's like if the emotion gets too high that you can't talk about it, then you go into song and dance. Right. Like, it seems like every time they're dreaming or being very uh, optimistic about, like, where their life's heading, then they go into song and dance. Like, it's mm-hmm. not like, there's there's not, like, a song in here where it's like, I'm, I'm very sad or I'm very angry, so I need to belt out to you how I feel. Right. 
it's a lot of like dream oriented musical numbers and like I, that's why I consider this more of like a like a different musical than one, ones I've seen before, and I think mm-hmm. that's really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, uh, adding to what you said, like I really um, when they're kind of straying away, maybe from the goals, and you just kind of see their budding relationship. Yeah, and that's like God, it's so heartbreaking when it gets to the end. <laughs> <clears throat> but like, I really did like watching them together because they generally loved it and they were there as a support system for yeah. each other as well. Like they want, they pushed each other mm-hmm. almost to a fault. Well, only in one circumstance. Yeah. Really to like, uh, really like chase what you wanted to do. Yeah. And, um, I know I really liked it. And, yeah. Um, so uh, later on in the movie, like it's, uh, uh, Ryan Gosling's character gets pushed to uh, make a little more steady income from like mm-hmm. like a phone conversation he overhears between Emma Stone and her mom. Yeah, and so that pushes him to John Legend's character, which is in this. Yeah. Um, which do they do they really go into detail about their history? Because they make it seem like they have this huge history with each other, and I don't I don't think um, I ever really got like the story behind it. I can't remember it off the top of my head. Maybe they didn't have anything really. Unless it was just like, oh, he's a, he's like a jazz sellout. Like he just kind of <laughs> Yeah, I guess. Cuz like he does kind of put him over as like this, yeah, he's kind of like bastardizing the art of jazz. So like but he adds like a He's only bastardizing it in Ryan Gosling's eyes, because Gosling really does yeah, like. He's a very like jazz traditionalist. Pu- yeah, he's a jazz purist. Yeah. Like. Whereas like John Legend like takes jazz music and like makes it new, makes it fresh for yeah. another audience, yeah. so more people can get behind it and maybe look back towards mm-hmm. what created and all this stuff. Yeah. And they have this argument in the movie, which mm-hmm. is I like. Like. Yeah. It's both, neither one of them are wrong, mm-hmm. so, like, they're coming at it from just different angles or mm-hmm. whatever, but, like... Like, main, main, yeah, like, it, like I've heard this all the time from, for all different kinds of art form where, like, mainstreaming it so that more people get, like, get it, like, you're not gonna be, you're not, like, if you don't, if you don't think you're a fan of jazz, you're not gonna seek out jazz. Right. But if you hear jazz in a song that you like... Like, if you listen to, like, a pop station and they have, like, some jazz in there, then it's yeah. like, oh, so I'm, I'm going to look up for some more jazz. Right. Like, MC Hammer's Can't Touch This. Uh-huh. No one knew what the fuck rap was <laughs> until MC Hammer came out and was on pop stations. And, like, everyone shits on MC Hammer and I was like, oh, that's that's not rap music. That's shitty rap music. Sure. But it's like, fucking rap probably won't exist if it wasn't for MC Hammer because people listen well, to fucking... <laughs> I don't know if that's a gr- No, people listen to fucking... MC Hammer. No, MC Hammer was like the pop, was like the shitty pop version of rap. Yeah, No one was seeking out rap. That. No one was seeking out rap before that. So then MC Hammer gets on the fucking radio and it's like, I kind of like this. I don't like this, but I like what he's doing. And then, then they seek out rap. All right. I feel like I'm not educated enough in rap to know if that's true or false. Yeah. Well, I'm not going to brag, but I did take a course on it, so I did. That's kinda... all right. All right. <laughs> um, but no, it's kind of like that, though, where it's like you don't 
have to be so set in your ways. Like you can branch out and experiment and try and get people involved in it. And then, and then they can go out and seek, uh, like, like the pure unadulterated form of it. And and, then, then they can become fans. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. So anyway, that's what John legend was kind of doing in this. And like, so essentially Ryan Gosling, like, signed a deal with the devil, which is John Legend. Yeah. Into like being a the pian like the pianist in his jazz band, yeah. which is super poppy and popular. Yeah. And so doing that, he's get like he's got guaranteed money a week, he's got cut off ticket sales, he's got merch and all this other stuff. So he's bringing in a ton of money. Yeah. But because he's doing that, he's spending a lot less time with Emma Stone and there you can see their relationship starting to crack from there. Yeah. Which is understandable at first and then it kind of gets a little crazy like people are forgetting dates or not just showing up to stuff mostly ryan gosling at this point yeah um but that argument at the table when he surprises her with like dinner when she didn't think he would be in town yeah i felt like could totally be avoided did you feel that (laughs) yeah i I, I don't know like because it kind of spurred the argument kind of spurred being like, you took this job and you hate, like, uh, but you hate doing it or whatever. And that kind of yeah. spurred it. Yeah. And, like, it could have been totally diverted to be like, this is just a means to an end. Like, I need to make money yeah. in order for me to get to be able to do my dream. Yeah. Like, I can't just be poor and then own a jazz club. Yeah. It doesn't work that way. And I feel like that would have been, like, argument over. Yeah. <laughs> right I there. I, I think like whereas uh I think like the like the real the the doom behind their relationship is that I think they see their dreams as two different things where Emma Stone sees it as like you build towards your dream and that's what you go for. And I think she sees Ryan Gosling as like he's kind of settling in his ways right now. Yeah. Like he's he's not he's not striving for the club, he's just settling and she doesn't want him to settle. And like, even though he says like, yeah, I'm going to, I'm using this, I'm going to build this way to get money to get this club. You can say that, but then like, then two years goes by and three years goes by and four years goes by. And then you're just, you're still in that position. You never really realize that, oh shit, I didn't go and follow my dream. Right. And I think like she's seeing that as like, well, if you don't like if you're signing all these contracts and like being there for this amount of time, like, are you still going to, are you going to forget like what you actually wanted to go for your whole life? Like in the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. I get that too. And then, um, the flip side of that, Emma Stone is like struggling to be an actress. Like anytime she goes to, um, uh, like a re or a, like a tryout or whatever, Something always goes wrong in the tryout and like yeah. she just gets nixed or like walks through a room of identical looking people. <laughs> and uh, so that has, so she really can't find her footing in that until Ryan Gosling pretty much plants in his or plants in her head that like, why don't you just if you can't be in something that somebody else wrote, why don't you just write something and just be in it? Yeah. And so like she really starts cracking down on that Mm -hmm. and wants to do, and she's like full into that. Like Mm -hmm. so much as like she quits her job and pretty much just 
I don't know how she lives by herself. <laughs> like, she must be getting checks mailed to her from Ryan or whatever. Also, like, this is totally a change, like, while I'm on, like, while I have it in my head. Yeah. Did they only say that his name was Sebastian, like, halfway through the movie? I, I don't remember. I had to, like, look up that his name was Sebastian. Because at one point, like, she's doing logo for his jazz club, and they yeah. call it Seb's. And I'm yeah. like, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> like, I didn't get that it was short for anything. And, like, I leaned over to Chelsea, and I'm like, I don't under... Why is it called Seb's? <laughs> and then, like, a little bit later, they called him Sebastian. I'm like, is that the first time they said his move, like name in this movie? It's, like, halfway through the movie. <laughs> I guess it didn't matter. I think his yeah, sister I probably said his name, like yeah. one in that earlier scene, yeah. but I never caught it yeah. or whatever. Also, how awful, awesome did that bar sound where you can go to a bar that sells like beer and fried chicken and plays jazz music? Yeah. Amazing. I'd be there every day. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be there every fu- I'd be, I'd be 600 pounds, yeah. but I'd be there every day. Like maybe chicken on a stick wasn't the greatest name ever. But, uh, that just sounded like an amazing idea. And Emma Stone was totally against the chicken. Yeah. Like, you gotta have the chicken Come in there. On, you gotta got the chicken. If you get fried chicken. But that also is, like, another way of, like, showing how much of a jazz purist he is. Where it's almost kind of like when him, when, with him going into the band where he was like, yeah, well, it's based off this inside joke, off this jazz musician that did this. And it's like, no one's gonna get that. <laughs> Just call it Sebs. Yeah, yeah, right. It's like, no, but you don't understand. Like, this is about, just call it Sebs. Yeah, you're too inside baseball right now. Yeah. Like, nobody cares about that shit. Yeah. Um, anyway, movie progresses, and, um, I'm kind of gonna just skip to the end here, but, um, uh, Ryan Gosling, like, pretty much gets a call after they've had this big fight in their... She goes home to live back with her parents. Yep. He gets a call from, like, a talent agency or something. It, it was a talent... It was an agent in the crowd for her one-woman show. Because that's what made her go back home. Right. Was that she did it, and, they like, all that showed up was, like, her friends and, like, four other people. Right. And then she even heard, like, an ongoing conversation between people where it's like, Wow, that was really bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then she was like, ah, oh, fuck all this. Move back home. Yeah. So, but anyway, he gets a call from her and drives to Nevada to go get her. Yeah. So she can come back and audition. And when she gets the audition, she thinks it's going to be just the same thing she's been through this whole time. Yep. Until she realizes that. No, we. They just. We brought you here because we wanted you. Yeah. Really bad. Yeah. So they're like, so we're thinking about a movie like maybe in Paris. Do you have any ideas for us? And then she's just like. What the fuck is this? <laughs> this isn't the same thing yeah. I've failed at a bunch of times. I heard like a really funny critique where it was like, <laughs> yeah, so, like they told it, they told her to tell her, like they were like, yeah, tell us a story. And then like when you actually like she sings a song, but then when you actually hear the story, it's like that's kind of a shitty story. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's like oh, like her aunt ran to the, some river or something. Like, I mean, like the song's really good, but like. The story kind of sucks. <laughs> what a shitty story. Oh, that's good. Um, so, anyway, the producers or whatever talent agents are swooned. Yeah. And she becomes, like, the next big thing 
while Sebastian is kind of off to his own devices. Yeah. And then it, like, does a time jump. Not a shitty one, mind you, that, like, a yeah. bunch of other movies did of the yeah. last few years. It's like, what was it, like? Five years. Five, oh, five years? Okay. I couldn't remember how many years went by, but yeah. And then years. you see that their lives are totally different at this yeah. point. Like, they grew apart. They obviously haven't had any contact with each other because yeah. Emma Stone has, like, a completely different life. Yeah. She's, like, a famous actress now. Yep. Is with somebody else. Yep. Had a kid. Has a kid. Yeah. And is, like, just kind of... Now is, like, upper crust and is not, like... She seemed to be pretty priss and proper. I, I didn't get that. Like, like she was, she's she was not the same as she was in the beginning. She seemed to be accustomed enough... to having a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. Well, she's definitely richer, but I didn't, I didn't see her as like like stuck up or anything. I kind of got a stuck up vibe. I don't know. I didn't get like stuck up. Well, agree to disagree. No, fair enough. Um, but you also realize at this point that uh, Sebastian has. Uh, opened that jazz club of his, yep. and... I, he named uh, it Seb's, not Chicken on a Stick. Right, named it Seb's, used the same logo and everything, yep. has everything that uh, he ever dreamed of, and just by happenstance, uh, Emma Stone and her new beau yeah. are out on a night on the town, they just randomly pull off on this exit to go do something, and they run to this jazz club, she realizes it's his... And this is, like, where the ending is so great. Yeah. Because, like, they end up locking eyes with each other in the club. Yeah. And then it, like, zips back. And you get to see, you get to see, like, two different endings in this movie. Yeah. Like, it plays out where, like, um, it's basically Ryan Gosling, like, playing out, like, what would have happened if he would have done all the, all the right things. Right. If they w- and stayed together. Yeah, like if you look back, like because uh, Molly even pointed this out to me when we were talking about it, it was like any kind of like weird uh, like argument or weird interaction between them was, to the most part, like almost Ryan Gosling's fault. Like even even to the point where it was like in the beginning where like she was like I just want to talk about your and then like boom just like runs right past her right and it's kind of like it like. Uh, it shows, like, all of his decisions where it was, like, if he would have, like, considered right away, like, yep, this chick's amazing. I need to stay with her. Right. And, like, uh, like oh, well, I want to get your ending. What, what, your, what your interpretation of the ending is first. Um, my interpretation isn't so much, like, something, like, as astounding as, like, what I saw in both endings. Because both endings... Like, both individuals are happy in each one. But, like, Emma Stone's is the same. Yeah. Like, she still becomes a famous actress. Yeah. Still as a child. Mm -hmm. But the only one that changes is Sebastian's. Yeah. Where, like, he either owns this the club his dream, Mm -hmm. or he becomes, like, a family man. Yeah. And gets to be with his, like, his love. Yeah. So, like... The only one giving anything up, really, is Sebastian. Okay. If he stays along with Emma Stone. Okay. Granted, like, the... We say two endings, but one of them is real and one of them is not. Yeah. But, um... 
I feel like the only way they both could really find happiness is to not be with each other. Even though if they were together, they would just have compensated, but still have been happy because they're with each other. Yeah. I don't know. That's, I don't really have any other real interpretation of the whole thing. Okay. See what I got, what I got from it was, um, uh, Emma Stone is happy. She loves her life. Right. And Ryan Gosling is not. (laughs) Oh, really? Yeah. Um, like, uh, I love, like, that's why I love this ending so much, where I, I saw it going either two ways. It was either going to be, like, they end up together, and, uh, like, they they still try and, they, they uh, work out some kind of, like, weird amalgamation of their dreams, but base it around their relationship, and they end up happily ever after. Or they decide that they're better off pursuing their dreams apart, and they end up being happy in that sense. But... How I interpreted the ending was that Emma Stone pursued her dream and made it reality, and it was, and she was happy. And Ryan Gosling did the exact same thing, but he realized it wasn't what he thought it was. Like he kind of, oh, he okay. kind of, uh, he kind of uh, like built it up too much in his in his own head. Like I always kind of feel like, like even like in a sense like his character is like one of those people where like he always like he's the dreamer like he always wants to dream and like so to the point where like the minute he actually does achieve the dream then he doesn't know what to do with it yeah, like even at the at that point where it's like uh like um they have like that band playing and then like the guy playing the pianos and stuff and then he gets on the stage and he was like yep there's the whoever on the piano, like, oh, I better watch out or he might take this from me. Like, that was, like, almost him big, please take this from me. <laughs> like, that's how I kind of saw it as. Mm. And then, like, uh, he gets on the piano and sees Emma Stone in the crowd and then he starts playing and I remember there's a line in the, uh, like, 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 somewhere in the beginning of the play where, or in the, in the movie where he talks about um, people in New Orleans, they people who lived together that didn't have, didn't know the exact same language. So they talked right. to each other through jazz. Right. And I saw <clears throat> that as him talking to her through jazz and he's telling her, this is why I fucked up. I know we can't make it work, but this is how I saw how we would be happy together. Hmm. And she, and like, the, and like at that, that glance they had, they share with each other. Yeah. And she was like, yeah, I understand, but this is my life now. Hmm. So it kind of ends with like, kind of ambiguous where it's like you don't know where like you know she's gonna end up fine but you don't know where ryan gosling's gonna end up hmm yeah i didn't i didn't take it really that way maybe i would if i saw it again but that's really interesting yeah because hmm. like uh yeah like it just seemed like even when he was up like he just when he was up there and like on the microphone like he didn't really seem very passionate about it. he was just kind of going through the motions where like he built it up in his mind so much that owning a jazz club is the only thing he ever wanted to do. And now that he has it, he's like, Oh no, I'm just an owner of a jazz club. Yeah. I never got that. He was like, never came like to me that he just seemed kind of down that he was in this situation now. And even like when he sees Emma stone and she ends up leaving, like he still has like a smile on his face. Like it's like a smile where it's like I'm I'm glad you're happy. It's not it's not a I don't think it, it wasn't a smile like yeah, didn't we yeah, we made it. It was more of like a like I'm glad I'm glad you made it. 
Mm. It wasn't like a smile of like they both have closure and they can kind of just move on. Like there was closure there because like if like you, you you go back and think about it, like Ryan Gosling's a huge part of her career. Right. Like he was the one that really pushed her. Like he was the one that right. got her to write. He was yeah. the one that went back and actually got her right. to actually go to the audition. So it's like she like he's a really big part of her life. Mm-hmm. And like you think about it, like she didn't really Besides being like, you should open a jazz club. Like, she didn't really, like, push him. Right, because he was already on that track anyway. Yeah. So, like, in that sense, like, it was, I think, like, she's always going to be very, very important in her life. And in his life, it was just, like, he realized, like, I guess, he realized, like, in the long run, all he really wanted to be with was her. Yeah. And that was the whole... Like all that music, and that's what he's playing, as as like all the dancing's going on and stuff. That's what he's playing on stage. So that immediately that you're supposed to think like that's what he's saying to her through his music, right? So like it's basically him saying like I fucked up. I should have stayed with you. Yeah, I can see that. It's um it's also um kind of cool to see too that like Emma Stone she doesn't she wants to be an actress but doesn't think she has like any talent. Because she keeps yeah. getting rejected and all that stuff. Yeah. Whereas, like, Gosling, he like he does have a talent. Like, he knows jazz, he can play it, and yeah. all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But yet, his end goal isn't really to do anything with it. Yeah. It's to, like, own a building where people can appreciate it. Like, make a temple to what he loves. Yeah. Whereas, like, the person with the most budding talent is Emma Stone. Because once she, like, really blossoms, she really takes off. Mm-hmm. And so, that's how I kind of see... Like, how her ending would never change, because once she blossoms, she's just, like, on a straight path mm-hmm. to success, whether it's, like... And jazz is also treated like a very, like, a dying art form, almost, in this right. movie, too, where, like, yeah, you can love jazz, you can try and get people to appreciate jazz, but you're not gonna change people's opinion on it. Right. That's true. But that's even, like, that is true in real life, like... Yeah. There's not jazz on like popular radio yeah. or anything like that. Like it's almost kind of like like he has an amazing passion and he has an amazing talent for it. Like he is like if jazz were huge, he would be like the biggest of stars, It'd make millions of dollars. Right. But he isn't. Like he's You'd be but, the John Legend. Yeah. He would, be, <laughs> he would be the John Legend. But like it's not. And like the way like the only form of jazz that he appreciates is a dying art form. Right. And like you could be you could be the best best person ever at jazz. It's not gonna deny the fact that it's almost it's it's dying. So it's it's like it's like being it's like being really good at I'm trying to think of like a really good it's like being really good at making phone books or something. <laughs> Where it's like, you can make... Artisanal phone books. Yeah, like, you can make really good phone books, but it's not going to deny the fact that people are just going to fucking look the number up on their phone, on, like, fucking the yellow pages or some shit. Sure. Like, it's, it's, it's almost, it's like, it's dying and there's nothing you can do to stop it. And no matter how good you are at it, it's not going to, it's not going to deny the fact that it's going out with the times. And it's, it's kind of watching this guy, like cling on to it with all all of his might but then in the end realizing like i i got no, i got nothing except sure. except you and now you're with some dude living living 
this lavish lifestyle and I'm stuck with this bar that I kind of don't want to own anymore. You don't know that he doesn't want to own it. That's just he your assumption. He seemed kind of, kind of down. Like, he did, like, he, he did kind of play this off where it's like, yeah, come on, aren't we having fun? But if you, if you own any place, you're going to fucking say that. I kind of got that vibe from him where it's like, this isn't what I thought it was going to be. Hmm. I didn't get that vibe, so it's whatever it is. But, um, so, La La Land. We've gone heads and tails over it. Yeah. What would you grade this movie, JT? Oh, I'm solid A+. This is my number two movie of last year. Oh, my. Yeah. My. Yep. Right behind Swiss Army Man. I would, I would put them on par with each other, but I think Swiss Army Man takes a lot more risks in terms of its subject material. But, yeah. Sure. La La Land is fucking fantastic i love it so much mm, i think I would, I would i think i would grade this movie over swiss army man if i were to grade it okay i really like swiss army man yeah not putting it down but like i left this movie like happier and like more energetic than when i like finished swiss army man yeah well you know yeah well like i made it my number one so i'm like yeah, i've got but... more of like a of a Cling on to it right. than you do. And I forgot it altogether. Yeah, you just list. forgot it altogether. So <laughs> uh, but yeah, the La La Land, great. I would give it a solid A. Um, I don't. It's not like a my. It's not a perfect movie in my opinion, but it's a solid A. Like yeah. I just have those little nitpicks that I that just drive me crazy. I'm not a huge fan of the like song City of Stars. It's not a. Like it's, I, I like the I, I like the fact that they weren't perfect singers though because it made them more personable and it made them more yeah, human. I get like, that. If you got these weird like opera singers where like they were just like belting out these amazing songs, it'd be like I don't like I it's hard, it'd be harder to connect with them. I th- see. I th- I don't a, a pers- like agree with that. Mostly just because I grew up with a bunch of musicals and yeah. like the, what I see is like. People who are flawless dancers, flawless singers, <laughs> and who can really... Pro- they were theater people, so they yeah. project. Yeah. Whereas, like, these are, like, movie actors, so they can play it more subtle. Yeah. And, like, I'm just used to the projection mm-hmm. and, like, having crisp dance moves and yeah. all that kind of stuff. Whereas this one didn't, but I, yeah. I realized it, and I don't really knock it so much for that. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I did like it that it wasn't, like... Yeah. They weren't, uh, you know, just like theater. Like they weren't like. Yeah. I don't even know what I'm trying to say. It was like rough around the edges a little bit. Like their yeah. dance moves weren't super crisp, but it was yeah. just because they're like regular people. Yeah. Yeah. So I. Yeah, know. like I, yeah, like I, I think I wouldn't consider this like people always go like musical route with it. I wouldn't consider this a conventional musical. Like I think conventional musicals are like yeah, like you said, like very belt out notes and very like. Uh, bombastic, up, yeah, yeah, bombastic, <laughs> loud, like huge dance moves, and like I think the opening number was that was that was that, that like, definitely was, that yeah. And but when it came to uh, Emma Stone and Ryan Gosling by themselves, it was very it was very small, very quiet, very personable. Like yeah. this is their story, and this is them interacting with each other, and it it used dance and song as more of a as more of them an interaction between themselves instead of an interaction with everything, including the audience. Like it's just between them. Yeah. A little more introverted. Yeah. Yeah. That Gosling's a charming fella. He is. 
God, he's he's really good. Okay, so I got a funny I got a funny <laughs> story. So like in the beginning, uh, with the the dance number with uh, Emma Stone and her friends when they're all wearing like the dresses or whatever. Yeah. Like Molly leans over to me and she was like, "I want all of their dresses." <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, whatever. That's chick stuff." Whatever. <laughs> and then like halfway through the movie, I like leaned over her and I was like. I want all of Ryan Gosling's clothes. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> he is he's so slick. God. Even when he's down in the dumps and poor, like he's got the slickest suits. Yeah. Ugh. I even, uh, I don't even know if I told you this, but like we went to Buffalo Wild Wings afterwards and ate and we were like talking about it and shit. And legit, as we were sitting at the table, I went on Amazon and I bought wing-tipped Oxfords. Oh, I'm fucking jealous. And like... I fucking... They're in my closet right now. God damn it. Oh. Like, I saw... Like, I was like, I just... I need Black and shoes. white? Black and fucking white. God damn it. Oh. <laughs> good choice. Oh. Yeah. I... They're in my closet. We freaking... We went... We had, like, a fancy night out just so I could de- test drive them. They're oh. amazing. <laughs> amazing. Tell, go on Amazon. You got Amazon Prime. Go on. They, they're pretty decent priced. I will. Fucking, I love my wing type Oxfords. Well, JT, besides La La Land, which we both loved, yes. is there anything else that you may have loved this last week? Uh, I saw quite a bit of few, few things, actually. Quite a bit of few things. Quite a bit of few things. Okay. <laughs> Just totally contradicted myself. <laughs> uh, I took your advice and saw that Don't Think Twice. Okay. That, that, uh... Yeah, Mike Birbiglia movie. Yeah, it was on your list, I know. You yep. said it was. Yep. And, uh... Yeah, I really, really enjoyed it. Pretty good, right? Actually, like, connected <clears throat> a lot with, uh, Gillian Jacobs' character in a lot. Mm-hmm. Where she was, uh... Especially with, like, uh... My wrestling, I have a lot of people just, like, telling me, like, why don't you just try harder and try and get to the next level? And I'm just, like... I'm kind of happy doing what I'm doing yeah. right now. <laughs> I like doing this. I like this. Like, <laughs> I don't want to change this. I'm uh-huh. pretty. I'm pretty fond of this. Yeah. And so, like, it was. I wouldn't say it's the. I. I, I won't say it's the right thing to do, but it, it comforted me in knowing that at least one person connected with that enough to write that as a character. Yeah. So it was. I really enjoyed that. So yeah, don't think twice is fantastic. Yes, it is. And. Uh, I rewatched Birdman with Molly, introduced yeah. her to Birdman. Uh-huh. I think she liked it more than me, actually. Really? Yeah. She, we, we went into, like, a deep discussion about it, and, uh, she took a lot of, uh, a lot of, um, points from, like, uh, Death of a Salesman. Oh, yeah. She kind of like liked... Death of a Salesman. <laughs> I, I like Death of a Salesman. I didn't see a lot of Death of a Salesman in Birdman, but she was, like, she was, like, all about it being, like, yeah, this is... This is like the actor's death of a salesman. Okay. I was like, I guess. I we were just like, <laughs> we like legit like gotten like this heated argument where I was like, I don't think it's this. I'm like, no, it's this. And we're like yelling at each other. Like that's legit. Like the 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 most major arguments we had was when we like we watch movies and we're just like, I don't see it like that. Like no, then you're dumb. And we're just like yelling at each other. And uh, uh, the last thing that I saw that. Like Molly introduced me to was uh, the original Rocky Horror Picture Show. Oh yeah, and uh, yeah, it's real weird. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I watched that alone in David Duca's bedroom. Why? <laughs> I, I don't know. That's not something you watch by yourself. <clears throat> it, 
and Duca was in and out. Like, he put it on and one time, and we were watching it in his room, and then he had, like, take a, some phone calls and, like, just kept leaving the room, so I just kept watching it by myself. See, I, I watched it with four people, and I still felt kind of awkward about it. Yeah. And it's like, I mean, like, uh... Molly brought up where she she wants to go. There, like uh, a theater near us, Mindframe does a screening of it like every month. Yeah, and I guess like uh, around Halloween is like their biggest screening of it all year. Yeah, and that's and the one like, where people like go all out and it's oh, the interactive yeah. Yeah. Whole thing. And like if I see it like that, I think I'd have a lot of more lot more fun with it than I did when I first saw it. But uh, you know what? The fucking music with it is fucking awesome. Yeah. I, the, I'm touch and go with the music that's in it because ugh, I worked a job where they played like half the soundtrack. Really? All Halloween season. That's true. That's true. And so I was like, oh my God, if I hear like the time warp again, I will fucking murder somebody. Yeah. Time warp is very overplayed, but, <sighs> uh, like I love meatloaf song in it. Mm-hmm. Like the fucking, uh, I don't even know what the, know what it's called, but it was like, you know, I love that rock and roll yeah, and like yeah. shit like that. And then like the uh, science fiction double feature song is good. The opening theme. Yeah. I fucking love that, that song. song is so yeah. good. Yeah. And like, yeah, there's like so many things in it. Like, damn it, Janet's good. Yeah, too. damn like, it, Janet's good. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know, like the music is awesome. And like the way like Molly phrases it in terms of like how people interact during the, like, the actual showing of it, like. I'd be kind of down to just check that out. Mm. But, like, the movie by itself is so fucking weird. Yeah. When I used to live out in the suburbs by Chicago, like, there's a theater that would play um, that movie every Saturday. Really? Yeah, and so people would... The same people would go every Saturday to go see it. And it was the, like the interactive one where people would throw bread at each other and spray each other with squirt guns and all that shit. They would point out newbies in the crowd and make them go stand up front and like, those are the virgins, I guess. Yeah. 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 That's why she showed it to me. Cause it was like, if we're going to go and see this showing, like you need to watch it right away because then you're going to be considered a virgin and they're going to make you like, they're like subject you to some shit. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, they did that whole thing. But, But yeah, it's it's like not my, it's not my whole thing. Like, yeah, I I'm glad I saw it, but <laughs> otherwise I'm like, yeah, it's like I'm not I'm not into that. It did make me want to see more Tim Curry shit because Tim Curry's fucking awesome in it. Home Alone too. <laughs> okay, I'll watch. Some. <laughs> that's his that's his tour de force. Yeah. Is Home Alone yeah. too? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. All right. I guess I'm gonna go home and watch Home Alone too. It's pretty great. Uh, Sticky Bandits. <laughs> yeah, that's right. But not the, the upgra- Wet Bandits. They upgraded from the Wet Bandits. Okay. To the Sticky Bandits. To the Sticky Bandits. Um, anything else you've been into? That's, uh, that's it. That's it. Um, well, thing I was going to bring up, um, until we maybe, until we possibly, until we definitely yeah. <laughs> decided that we were going to review it next week. Yeah. Is a show called Baskets, yes. starring Ga- uh, Zach Galifianakis and Louis yep. Anderson. Yep, we're gonna bring it up. Um, so next week, next week we'll be reviewing it in full of in season full. one. Yeah. Um, I watched it all in two days. So just two, throwing it out there. There you go. So you hated it. 
just despised it. Jesus. Um, such a glutton for punishment. So, but if anyone does want to check it out before we review it next week. It's on Hulu. It's on Hulu, and it's only 10 episodes. Yep. And every episode only 20 minutes. Yeah. It's so, very, very easily digestible. Right. So, check it out. Um, that was something I was into. When I was at Spencer 9000s, he uh, recommended we watch Now You See Me. Because Now You See Me 2 is on HBO Go or something. And so he wanted to do a double feature. So you watch both of them? Let me finish. <laughs> he put in Now You See Me. Because he owns the DVD. And then he fell asleep. And it kept playing. <laughs> and it's not good. It's not good. It's not good. I, it starts with Promise. And then I lose interest very quickly. And they they try to convince you they're magicians, but they're sorcerers. Yeah. They are full-blown Harry Potter sorcerers. <laughs> There's nothing magic about what they're doing. They even like, like look at look at our sleight of hand. No, you just transported. <laughs> There's no this isn't real. Then like you're not you're when not I a say real it's, magician. When I say it's real magic, I mean it's like sleight of hand fakes like this is this is impossible stuff yeah. nobody could ever do this and it's like it's so fucking mind numbing and overcomplicated for no reason yeah. there's one scene that i like in it and there's that it's that scene with the uh Dave Franco where he's like keeping something from he's like he's like some kind of scene where like they're trying to take something from him and he's like Doing like sleight of hand to like uh, Is that like the chase scene? Yeah. Yeah, that scene's pretty good. Like that's the only thing I liked about it. Other than that, there's just so much shit where you're like That's not real. Yeah. That like this isn't I can't get behind And then the, they give you the twist at the end and then it's like So none of this mattered. Yeah. <laughs> so nothing matters. Nothing matters. Nothing fucking matters. So we never got to Never got to Now You See Me too. I feel... I'm glad you didn't. Thank you. Because it sounds... <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not interested in the second one at all. Uh, I wasn't if interested any, in... If it's anything like the first one... <laughs> I wasn't interested in watching any of them, but he demanded it, and it was his house, so I was going to oblige him as his guest. Then he fell asleep, and then I just played what other thing I've been into this last week... For no fucking reason, I've been into this game called Township, which is, I don't even know if I like it or not, but I just keep playing it in downtime. It's like, have you ever played the game Age of Empires? Yeah. Where you kind of start small and you have to like build a farm and then yeah. you grow your civilization. It's kind of like that, only you just have to build a town and it's just a mobile game. Where you, like, start with just, like, a farm and a barn, and you have to, like, raise enough money to build, like, a house to have more population to build, like, more community buildings and stuff. Please don't make fun of me for Candy Crush ever again. I won't. Because I'm still <laughs> playing Candy Crush as well. God damn it! Like, I don't know why I'm so, like, I just have to just keep playing this game for some reason? <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know why. Like, I don't even know if I like it. <laughs> But I just, I've just been playing it for the last five days. <laughs> this sounds like a cry for help almost. Please help me. Please. <laughs> like, I, I don't, I shouldn't like this game. There's no, like, 
war or battle aspect to it. <laughs> it's just you build a city and you make it big. And then you get to trade goods with, like, other people who play it. Oh, my God. I, I'm i not going to lie. I got into, like, a weird uh, trap like that once where I, I was I started playing Simpsons Tapped Out. I almost downloaded that instead. But then I thought, like, nobody else was playing it. I played it for I played Simpsons Tapped Out for a while, and I got to the point where I actually did spend money on it, and then I looked at myself and I was like, "What am I doing?" <laughs> so I like after spending like maybe like two or th- like three or four bucks or something, I was like, I just deleted it all together, and I was like, I just need to get away from this cold turkey before something bad happens. That I might be on that path already. <laughs> I swear to God, if you spend any money on this whatever fucking bullshit game. Oh, no! (laughs) No! No! Troy, you have a child coming! You have a child coming! So, in this game, you have coins and dollars. No! (laughs) Troy, stop! (laughs) Don't even say... Please lie to me. Just lie to me. I didn't spend two dollars on this game tonight while I was not listening to you and Chelsea talk about La La Land. Oh, my God. I need to cut it out. Troy, you need to stop. Cut it out. <laughs> you need to fucking stop. Oh my god. What the fuck? Really ended it's this not even a, It's not even a good game. No, I don't even know what it is. Uh, oh my god. I don't even know. What the fuck? <laughs> I have no answers. I have no answers. I don't even know my own feelings. What are you doing? <laughs> You have a child coming, and you're... Yeah. What the fuck is You don't gotta tell me. I get it. (laughs) I know. I already know it already. Do you know how much shame I feel? Why'd you spend money on this? It was a deal. God damn it! (laughs) It was 60% off. I don't give a shit. It's still... That's a trap. It's a fucking trap, dude. Like, the minute you spent... It's two dollars a day, and then it's like, oh, this is only four dollars. This is only six dollars. That's fine. Oh my! Pretty soon you're like, I only spent fifteen dollars on it this this week, honey. It's fine. Oh my god! It 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 it's coming, it's coming. That's when I knew I had to get rid of Simpsons Tapped Out. Was when I the minute I spent money and I real I started like, I started like, having conversations with myself where it's like, you know, like I could probably spend like five bucks for like a city hall. <laughs> And I'm like, I just real, and then I realized that city hall does not exist. That's not a thing. <laughs> that's not. That's not. That's not a property that I own. It's it's um it's like a a bunch of zeros and ones. Yeah. That I just added to another big pile of zeros and ones. Oh my god. <laughs> um, this has gotten a lot sadder. <laughs> Troy, I, I'm doing this because I love you. Please stop that game. Because it's, it's only going to lead to more heartache. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. I love how this, the end of this show is just turned into intervention. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Well, that's all I've been into this last week. <laughs> I legit just almost threw up. <laughs> That's it. Well, if everyone else is not too busy gambling on weird 
phone apps. I you can find me at Bucky <laughs> for everyone on Twitter, also Bucky for everyone on Instagram, and you know what? Snapchat as well. Also PSN Bucky for everyone. If you want to get on board with this Power Rangers battle, I don't even know what the name of it is. Oh, epic battle or I'm guessing there might be online multiplayer soon. <laughs> hopefully, nice plug. Thank you. <laughs> you can find me at Troy the Max on Twitter. You can find us both at Off Podcast on Twitter as well. If you're into the whole Facebook thing, we're at Facebook.com/slash Off Topic Podcast, where we post all of our new episodes and little quippy things from here and here and there. Yeah. Uh, you can find all of our episodes from the past, the present. And the near future on soundcloud.com slash off topic podcast. And you can also find us on iTunes as well. Just search the review review podcast and rate and subscribe to all that stuff. Um, if you give us a good rating, if you like the show, it helps people find us as well. So do it. So if you, th- yeah, do it. Just fuck. Don't even think do it. Just blindly spend money on it like you would do a, some mobile game yeah use the money you w- <laughs> would spend on a mobile game and address it to us at one two three podcast avenue <laughs> small town usa one two three four five man i hope that i hope that address exists and they become like thousand airs <laughs> <laughs> and you can also find us on Google Play as well. Yes. I'm going to see if I can look forward to getting us on more platforms in the near future here. I'm going to see if we can get on Spotify. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe check back up on that Stitcher. Stitcher Stitch? <laughs> that Stitcher Stitch? Sti- uh, di- it's a dying, dying medium. Stitcher. Dying medium. I'm going to say it right now. You hear that? Fuck you, Stitcher. Watch, we've been on Stitcher this whole time. We've just been talking <laughs> shit about him. Uh, you can also, uh, if you are so inclined, to write us an email. And you can do that at reviewreviewpod at gmail.com. And reviewreviewpod is spelled just how it is in the title of this episode. You can use any of those mediums to actually give us uh, suggestions for what you want us to review in the future as well. Yes. we got plenty of blank space in that cat's calendar. That's right. Plenty of blank space. Podcats. Podcats. <laughs> calendar. <A> Podcats calendar. <laughs> so we got plenty of open weeks. We only maybe have a maybe a third of them filled. Yeah, with plenty of blockbusters coming yeah. out. Yeah. So just steer clear of the blockbusters. We already got them filled in. Yep. Got a suggestion? Throw it our way. Get it in there. Get it our way. Get it in there. Get it our way. So that's the show, JT. Next week, Baskets, Season 1. Yep. Get a little hidden gem out there for all you. That's right. A little the, hidden gem. Uh, the reason we're doing it, Season 2 has started. I think the it, first... It just started? I think this week, it just started back up again. Oh, shit. So, yeah. Doing it in good time. Catch up on Season 1. There you go. We're staying timely. I that's like right. It. I like it. I'll, so finish, you get... I'll definitely have Season 1 finished by the time we do the show. Nice, I would hope so. Yeah, I was like, what, what about that? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what, when was that? <laughs> so, that's the show, JT. That was a I good one. It. it was good. And- La La Land was good. Real good. It was real good. We haven't had a lot of hugely popular things so far in 2016. Yeah. 
We had yoga hosers. What was the other twenty seventeen? Twenty seventeen. We had yoga hosers and what was the other young thing? Young Pope. And Young Pope, which I didn't like. Yeah. I it's I'm not gonna lie, it's kinda trying on me right now. Yes. That's what not, I wanted to hear. I'm not saying it's bad <laughs> yet. There's enough things in there where it's keeping me there, but there's even a point where like Molly was like, What the fuck is happening right now? Yes! <laughs> yes! And I hadn't I had no answer. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, <laughs> I don't know why I'm so like happy about yeah. that. Yeah, stop, stop treading on me, bro. Sorry, the last part of this episode got Let's me go down. Go spend more money on your phone. App. God damn it! <laughs> God damn it! Anyway, uh, that's the show this week. Next week, baskets. Until baskets. next time, I'm short of the max extreme. I'm JT3K, and we are off. <laughs>